Welcome to the Food is Life podcast with me, Jambo, and me, Steph. So, Steph, this is the second time we've podcasted this week, so we should be in absolute flying form. Our listeners are going to love us. Oh, we're going to absolutely bombard them with information this week. So, this week, Steph, what are we talking about? We are talking how to lose a whole stone in one month. Mm-hmm. Wow. Mm-hmm. I've Simple, got a big smile. It? Yeah, I've got a big smile on my face just knowing what's coming up for everyone now as, as soon as you said that title all i could think about was um when i was a victim of things when i was a bit younger and i buy men's health or any fitness magazine there are others and it's a 20 days to lose a stone and get a six pack for the beach that's exactly what came to my mind when you said this Oh, do you know what there's this is probably going to be like the most listened to podcast episode not not the whole like how to set short term medium and long-term goals no one cares about that people want to lose a stone nah. you know this is the sexy stuff this is the sexy stuff we're going there so where do we start with all this Steph? surely this is this is you know if it's in magazines and you're talking about it surely this is possible so <laughs> So where should we start with this? I think we should start with the numbers and the practicality side. Oh. Then we can get into the juicy analysis. Do you reckon? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. All right. So let's go within a stone. There's 14 pounds. And mm-hmm. with nutrition, with all my clients and most things with weight loss, we like to work in pounds because working in pounds, a lot of people, when they come to me, will literally weigh themselves in like kgs and stuff but i like pounds because you can basically see bigger differences because obviously they're smaller numbers so you might not have lost a kg in a week but you might have lost a pound or you might have lost two pounds and it just it just feels a little bit better it feels like you've made yeah. a little more progress you know so um 14 14 pounds in a stone so what we're looking at if we're working off a four week month we're looking at losing three and a half pounds a week so i did obviously prepare this earlier i don't know this off the top of my head so 14 yeah. <laughs> 14 divided by four is three and a half so three and a half pounds per week so taking that into the next real life step we've got 3500 calories equals one pound of body fat with me so far yeah absolutely yeah so if we times 3500 times 3.5 that equals 12,250. And then we need to divide 12,250 by seven, which gives us 1,750 calories per day. If anyone needs to pause this podcast right now, <laughs> maybe backtrack and write that down. Absolutely fine. And then Do come some back. Quick math. Yeah. So <laughs> basically, what you need to know from this is to lose three and a half pounds per week is a 1,750 calorie deficit per day. Okay? Wow. Does that make sense so far? Yeah, I'm just doing the calculations with you as you go along. Yeah, you probably need to because um, you're in finance, not me. Yeah. Anyway, so from that, what we have, right, let's say Debbie's maintenance calories are 2,000 calories a day. So if she's then in a 1,750 deficit per day, She's left with, what is that, 2,250 calories a day, give or take, mm-hmm. 350? Yeah. So 
obviously <laughs> I, I, yeah we don't need to then talk about how unsustainable that is right that's that's just where we're yeah. at so knowing those numbers and seeing that like like i've said many times before weight loss is a numbers game and for someone to lose three and a half pounds a week consistently for you know months and months there's going to be some people that you know have lots of body fat to lose and they're with when they start they might lose you know a stone or something but some of that's going to be water weight for most people are you going to lose a stone in a month i hate to be the one to say it to you but no yeah like I play slightly devil's advocate here, but not as well, because I'm actually going to argue my own point. But um, some people will say like, oh, yeah, I'll I'll have, um, say, 1,200 calories a day, and then I'll burn 1,000 calories a day at the gym, going mm. for a walk and a run or whatever. Now, those people can do it at points, but those people never sustain it over a long period of time. I guarantee you that after a week or even maybe even less than that fatigue like your whole i think your um you just your whole you just start to shut down and like i've actually i can think of one example in my head obviously i won't say it but there was a woman who uh she was super active and um she was like so like bang on it she had a holiday coming up and she was like oh yeah like i do like a thousand calories a day at the gym plus i go for a walk and this and the other i'm only eating 1200 calories yeah yeah and she used to burn out so she used to do like maybe three or four days and then she'd like find herself just laying around on the sofa all day on the friday and a saturday and mm. then by the time she sort of had a bit of a refeed or whatever on the sunday maybe she was feeling a little bit better about herself and then she'd just like almost like keep she'd almost like crash and then refuel crash refuel crash refuel it just wasn't sustainable and she didn't really make as much progress as she thought she was making yeah Yeah, that's another thing is that yeah you could create a massive deficit like that but the chances are if you do that consistently even for two weeks i mean i'm not even gonna Mm. you know go out and try it because that's just absolutely outrageous but you know, it's, it goes both ways. And like my lean bean course at the moment, for example, there's, we're week five. There's one lady who's lost 11 kg, but there's other mm. ladies that have not lost, they've lost a pound or two, you know? And yeah. this, again, just goes back to how much we cannot rely on the scales as the primary form of measurement because the fluctuations not only in yourself but between individuals and yes they've got a different amount of weight to lose of course but the fluctuations when you look at the scales is just massive and the stuff that we're talking about here with all these numbers we're talking about body fat and not body weight Mm -hmm. and we as a society we go between the two people say they want to lose weight when actually they, they want to lose body fat. They want to lose body fat. They want to feel in their clothes. Uh, they're sorry. They want to feel looser within their clothes. They want to lose their bingo wings. You know, they don't want their trousers to be cutting them in half. And yes, weight loss is a part of that, but it's body fat that we need to yeah worry about and work about. And go it's, on. Re- it's really interesting that you say that. Actually, I think like uh, I hear it a lot. 
uh, you might hear on Instagram or whatever. I think the two terminologies are weight loss and fat loss. And actually, I think we talk about it on here occasionally. And I find myself doing it almost unknowingly sometimes. But um, sometimes weight loss is the correct term to use. Somebody who wants to be a bit lighter, mm. to feel you know a bit more energetic or you know playing with their kids you know because you know more weight you have more stress it is on your joints and it you know life is harder it's like if you strapped anyone with an extra 15 20 kilos and made them go about their everyday business life would be a lot harder so you know there is weight loss but I think what a lot of people truly at home want is fat loss and I think like that's the real key here is you know sometimes things are measurable by the scale but you, you, you can't measure almost i mean it is a slight metric but you still can't measure true fat loss by the scale yeah it's a real tough one i know we're going down a rabbit hole here but like even my like we talk about it we talk about it all the time we talk about losing weight because that's what people like associate with feeling better in yourself people think mm-hmm. will lose weight so we do it because that's what people relate to but even as I say it, every time I say losing weight, I know what I mean, but people, are, it's, oh, I guess it's the, the unsexy thing, or oh, lose fat loss, fat loss. That's not what people relate to, yeah. I think, which I don't know. Yeah, I think, I think it's something we can physically see and measure makes us easier to maybe accept and process. Mm. Um, certainly, like, I mean, I, I went on holiday, as you know, Steph, had loads of beers didn't care about what i ate you know just want to have a good time and obviously then come back and you know you come back off your holiday and sometimes you want to readjust your nutrition and everything uh obviously i'd like to see the scales of the numbers come down um and actually for the first couple of weeks the numbers came down on the scale but i wasn't happy in how i looked Mm. and then i stopped focusing on the scales and only focused on how i felt and actually I got into scales the other day was actually a little bit heavier but felt better about mm. how I, I looked in within myself and I just think sometimes I wish I could bottle that up and give that out to people so they could try and understand truly what that meant it's such a mind-blowing confusing world isn't it like it's, so it's upsetting it's upsetting <laughs> um so Steph I'm going to just play again a little bit of the devil's advocate here now the people want a sexy podcast and we could give lots of unsexy advice and we do give a lot of unsexy advice a lot of the time. I want to give the people some really sexy advice. Mm. And I know this isn't, this isn't potentially um, what you'd advise truly, but what is the most amount of weight that somebody could safely lose in a month? And I'm not talking about going on a juice diet and being reckless or anything like that, but I'm just saying like, in a normal environment, um, and maybe a slightly more aggressive dieting? Do you know what? I don't think there's any number I could put on this. And I think that's an interesting point in itself because people that have a lot of weight to lose, mm-hmm. if you lose a stone in a month, that's not the worst thing in the world, right? Even, yeah. And when we say a stone, we're talking about weight loss here. We're not talking about necessary body fat. So mm-hmm. the reality is if it's coming off and it's coming off fast, 
but you're in control of that and you're working on changing your habits and your behaviors and relationship with food at the same time whilst you're doing that then it's it's not unhealthy there's nothing to say Mm -hmm. it's unhealthy if you're someone that is already of like you know a low body fat percentage and they're still losing you know a stone a month which is very relevant because it's not even possible well no it's not possible unless you literally cut off your arm so yeah yeah there's not there's no number that I would put on that there's no research that I've ever read that says you know you can't lose this amount because it's not going to be good for you if you've got the weight to lose Mm -hmm. get it off you know yeah and I don't know if that's sexy or unsexy which one is that (laughs) I think that's a bit of unsexy that's like (laughs) wearing lingerie and then farting before getting into bed I think it's a bit of it's a bit of both um I think uh certainly what I'd say to people is and this is just from experience of having come across a thousand people in the gym we were is that you'll find like at the first period of any motivating journey that you completely change your lifestyle and habits you will find like a massive drop um Mm. and then it just plateaus and it plateaus naturally like there's every person I feel very much has got like a natural plateau of just due to a lifestyle and it's not anything to do with um things like uh, genetics or anything like that I think obviously there are factors in genetics but I think truly everyone's got their own sort of ideal maximum they can lose just due to lifestyle potential your social butterfly Hmm. and you're not going to be able to lose you know three pounds in a week never going to be able to maintain that but there are like scenarios where you know you will fluctuate some weeks you might lose two pounds other weeks you might just stay at maintenance so yeah it's a bit unsexy isn't it it is and another bit of unsexy advice is that the reality is most people on a moderate deficit, so that's around a 3,500 calorie deficit a week, which equates to 500 calorie deficit a day, will lose around a pound a week. And that's average, you know? Mm-hmm. And then, yes, you can argue it's slow progress, but like I said in one of my daily emails the other day, is wouldn't you rather lose a pound a week for the next two years than lose? Because I was talking about how two years sounds like a long time to mm-hmm. deficit and make progress. But the reality is most people have yo-yo dieted for the last 10 years, 15 years, 20 years. You've actually wasted all that time anyway. So why not actually take a more slow and controlled outlook and process? Because in two years mm. time, you can be exactly where you want to be and you haven't even had to change oh, yeah. much, you know, but again, it's the uncertainty. Again, very unsexy but yeah half a pound over a year is nearly two stone that you lose so that's, that's monumental can you imagine just saying to someone like oh i'm actually two stone lighter than i was this time last year and you go like wow that must have been like so much effort and everything but actually in fact it's just losing half a pound which seems like no progress at all it's amazing yeah it's, we... just, it's unsexy so unsexy we love that today, don't we? We always love unsexy, yeah. but, yeah. you know. Yeah, 
hopefully listening to this when you put those numbers out 1750 calories a day 1750 a day if we equate that to a mars bar is 200 calories that's i don't know how many mars bars two four six eight ten that's nine mars bars that you can't eat Mm. ish i think and it's you, you can't even comprehend that though no, I just want to say to people as well, actually, listen, just while we're on a bit of a tangent, and that's what I love to do, is a couple of years ago, we're only talking maybe two or three years ago, um, at the start of the year, new year, new me, now at the start of the year, decided just to go on a, a very gentle cut, and I always felt like I was making no progress at all, and I was talking about literally losing like maybe half a pound, a pound a week, um, and I Boring. felt like I was going to get, yeah, so unsexy. <laughs> But the time that May came around and my before and after shots of me at sort of New Year's Day, effectively, to May, oh, my goodness, you cannot believe the amount of progress there was. Like, it literally blew my mind. Even though, that like, I'm so aware and involved in this environment, like, it still blew my mind. And I was like, I didn't really change that much. Mm. I didn't. And it just it wasn't massive, drastic. Maybe I just made a like, very few small sacrifices and just a bit more cautious about things so for example you know at the weekend me and you Steph we obviously got very boozy you know to me I didn't really I didn't measure that I just sort of was aware of it whereas mm. before I'd just be very much more cautious of those sort of you know scenarios so you know I mean you've said it before Steph you just build it into your life so I can, like if anyone's listening to this and they want to see the before and after pictures I will 100% send it to you oh really yeah mm. I mean that's nail on the head right there is the moderate deficit you're not going to see that many changes you can still like live your life for a 1750 deficit a day you're you're literally changing your whole soul yeah and yeah and it's just not it's not sustainable i think the only if you can truly maintain that for longer than two or three weeks then I, I think towards the end of it, you'll be very unhappy. You'll be very ill. You'll be, you have no energy for anything else in your life. Your mental health will take a massive hit because of it. It's just not worth it. No, it's, it's not worth it. And look, look, we're saying there's going to be some people out there that listen to this podcast that the first month they diet, they're in a calorie deficit. They might lose a stone in a month. They might lose a little bit more. But most people won't. Most people need to, again, we talk about it enough, but it's, it's taking that slow and steady approach, getting it into your mind that you're going to have to be consistent. You're going to have to do the boring stuff. And yeah, I don't know. I feel, I feel like a broken record, but. <laughs> yeah. It's just unsexy stuff. And that's what, more we drum at home to the people at home, more we drum at home that it's unsexy. So hopefully, all these people that fad diets and lose a stone in a month, people will start to realise that they're only saying that to make it sexy, to make it appeal. But it's very hard to be appealing when you've got two options. Somebody saying, lose a stone in a month, mm-hmm. or somebody saying, slow and steady wins the race and see how it goes over <laughs> a couple of month period. You know, it's just it's a no-brainer if i said to you you know have this penny every day double it for a month or have 10 million pounds mm. i actually think that's probably a bit more but you'd always go for the, the what's more appealing rather than seeing the long-term gain 
it's the emotion in that moment isn't it like the the feeling of oh I could lose a stone in a month you're like a hell yeah or if Mm -hmm. you're gonna get if you're gonna get food as life coming at you being like right so we might lose four pounds in a month you're like there's there's no emotion attached to that apart from uh nah you know yeah I think it's a it fits nicely into our last podcast about mainstream diets actually because you know it's the same the same thought process behind unsexy is always going to win and we will keep pounding that point home until yeah, someone listens someone will listen right Steph so let's <laughs> let's do a little roundup otherwise me and you're just going to keep getting angry and just keep <laughs> saying unsexy advice which can you imagine if that was a drinking game for this podcast oh I'd be every time I mean, you say unsexy advice you have to drink I would literally probably be in hospital considering how much a lightweight I am too so we've said mm. it a lot of times yeah. Yeah, yeah. So give us a little bit of a roundup then, Steph. Maybe we should should do a drunk podcast. That would probably be quite funny. (laughs) (laughs) Is alcohol the devil part two? (laughs) (laughs) Maybe one day, guys. Maybe one day. We'll get there. My roundup, sorry. Um, The reality is a stone in a month is just pointless to even let happen in your mind because I've said the numbers... I don't really need to explain it any further than that. A 1,750 calorie deficit a day. I mean, considering that's higher than a lot of people's overall deficit, you have to be a minus. Like, basically, you eat zero calories and then you're going to have to exercise yeah. like 300 calories off a day. That, like, and that's going to every day, seven days a week. Mm-hmm. Can you imagine? So you have to and, only eat and, zero. And I say, after a couple of days of exercising, you try and exercise after being on that kind of calorie deficit. And I guarantee you are not burning calories because you're going to be so fatigued. Yeah. Well, you're on zero calories and then you have to go out for, let's say, probably at least an hour and a half run, hour to an hour and a half run every day. Mm. This is not mm. like even doing that for, you. I mean, you can't. Let's not even like try and justify it. It's just ridiculous so yeah yeah, i mean like we said there's going to be some people out there first month you know you might get get to the magic stone because it happens it's not to say that it's impossible um you've got to think that there's water weight involved in that think about the weight loss versus the fat loss that we've spoken about and just be realistic think about it from a common sense point of view losing a stone in a month that is going to require ultimate sacrifice of your soul mm-hmm. not even yeah. just your body and your mind you're definitely we're going deeper than that so yeah i think it's good one to highlight hopefully it makes some people think you know actually unsexy is the way that i need to go nothing else to work before maybe maybe we should try this jambo and steph thing mm. Mm. Yeah. do you have any yeah. take home points anything my, about- my, my, i think my pearls of wisdom is i don't want to say the old uh, buzzword but I think, unfortunately, weight loss is never a short-term thing. Mm. You didn't, you never put on weight overnight. It's not like you eat one meal and all of a sudden that meal has made you fat. It's not the case at all. I think it's just happened over time. And unfortunately, the unsexy advice is the most realistic way of losing it is over time as well. So, yeah. Yeah, uh, very much goes on to what I've been talking about this week on the emails of 
thinking about when I say it's going to take you two years to get to where you want to be. Most people find that uninspiring, not motivating. But when you actually break it down, the reality like we have in this podcast, two years isn't that bad. Like, it's not. Can I just say something on that two years as well? And this is the people listening to them might go like, two years, that's, that's ages. Mm. Two years is a long time, but I guarantee you, you'll start feeling better about yourself in three months, six months, a year. <sighs> like, like, cause I've done the journey myself and I, I can, I know, like, I remember thinking like at the summer I wanted a six pack. Um, and I remember thinking, and I was going through the journey and I was really unhappy with my body at the start. And then it got three months down the line and I actually started to love myself a bit more and like my body and just be, and it's not anything to do with like a body positivity, but also I felt like a, so much more energy and my clothes just fitted a bit better. I felt like my posture was a bit better and like I just didn't feel as sluggish and like slowly all of a sudden like these things click like click into pace so yes two years might seem like ages but you'll start to get rewards out of it much sooner in two years oh god yeah that's a really good point very good point thank Mm. you for clarifying yes yeah absolutely right Steph where can we find you you can find me on Instagram and Facebook at foodislife.nutrition you can also click the link in the show notes. You can find my website there is www.foodislifenutrition.com. That's where you can find all the information about the Lean Bean course. Sign up to my daily emails. If you want to reach out to me, um, you can message me through the website, through social media, any way, any which way, anything we've spoken about today on this podcast or on any podcast. If you've got anything, literally, this is why I'm on this planet to make sure that you feel incredible. And you can't do that. We can't do that together unless you reach out for me, to me. Um, yeah. Jambo, where can we find you? <laughs> you can find me on Instagram at jambo.the.great. Now, I've got some news for you, Steph. I actually did record a new recipe the other day. Oh, here we so, go. Here you we can go. also find me on <laughs> at jambo.the.recipes. Um, I'm actually going to do a slow cooker edition of my recipes so we're coming into the winter months i know a lot of people like you steph can't be bothered to cook Mm. so i was going to do a slow cooker version so keep your eyes filled flat i still haven't seen the original version yet i've seen no posts on this bloody instagram look it's been a long couple of months (laughs) his nose has grown so long Mm-hmm. still believe this stuff's making me look bad here this is probably going to be end up being like the biggest instagram of all of us because we bloody talk about it so much <laughs> and the people want to know the people surprisingly i've actually got nearly as much many followers on that one as my actual uh account so you know the pe- give the people what they want i say yeah i've led i've got no posts in just one one a year yeah. <laughs> the, the suspension that's what gets them that's what gets the people <laughs> It's a sexual tension. <laughs> right. <laughs> slow cooker. Well, thanks for tuning in, <laughs> tuning in guys. And, Thank uh, you. Thank you for listening. As always, we appreciate your time. Mm. We appreciate your patience. <laughs> yeah. We love Mostly it. Mostly the patience. Mostly the patience. Right. We do love it. We'll see you guys next time. Bye-bye. Bye-bye-bye.